And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Kia ora, Kim. It hasn't been smooth sailing for one of our freight companies. Kia ora, Charlotte. Apparently not. The transport and logistics group Move Logistics has posted a deeper loss as customer demand slows amid tougher economic conditions. Its net loss for the year ended June is $7.2 million. That's compared with last year's $4.2 million loss. Revenue fell 4.5% to just under $348 million, driven by significantly lower income from its freight division. However, the company says all of its other divisions, including its biggest business, Contract Logistics, saw an increase in revenue, helping to offset the overall decline. Move Logistics Chief Executive Craig Evans says despite the tougher environment for freight, it's focused on turning things around. My conditions have certainly softened, softened in, the, in the last uh, number of months. We, we certainly see that there's still an opportunity uh, for us. Um, but also, you know, across the other parts of our business, the results were, were pretty strong. But freight you know, certainly attracts us as the opportunity right now and our biggest upside. As part of our project blueprint, some of the initiatives around the freight are really right-sizing the business um, the arrival of good technology, but also our team in the market more and greater interaction you know, with the customers. The move business really is is not widely known across its competencies and it's our part of our project in making sure that the brand is recognised in the market. Move did not provide any guidance for the current year but expects tougher economic conditions to continue. The market share for ethical investments is unlikely to increase unless consumers start voting with their feet, according to an ethical investment group. A report by Mindful Money says KiwiSaver investments in what it calls harmful companies have hit a record $8.6 billion. Funds invested in oil, gas and coal increased to $3.2 billion, which has seen a doubling in exploration and new field development. Mindful Money founder Barry Coates says almost 9% of total KiwiSaver funding is aligned with companies invested in fossil fuels, gambling, alcohol, animal cruelty and areas of digital harm. Our concern is with the vast majority of the funds management area, that the KiwiSaver funds, that they are not, from our perspective, doing a very good job of listening to their clients. This is an era where people are really worried about climate change. I think it's going to need a strong voice of of consumers. You know, there's $100 million of individuals' money, New Zealand public's money in KiwiSaver. And, and, you know, people don't tend to pay attention to their KiwiSaver once they, they get it. Barry Coates says fossil fuel companies are not only destroying the climate, they also face growing losses as their core business declines. The Green Investment Fund will lend up to $25 million to support Whakatane-based Eastland Generations plans to build a geothermal plant. The state-owned investment fund's loan will assist with the construction of a 50-megawatt geothermal plant, as well as upgrades to the existing geothermal plant. The combined energy generation is enough to power more than 13,000 homes. Funding is expected to improve the energy resilience of the Eastern Bay of Plenty region with benefits to industry and farming. 
Latest jobs data points to continued strength in the labour market. Recent numbers from StatsNZ shows a gain of more than 6,100 jobs in July over the year earlier to nearly 2.4 million filled jobs. While there has been a drop in jobs in primary industries, it's been more than offset by gains in goods producing and services industry jobs. BNZ economist Craig Ebert says the numbers are robust, but time will tell what's next for the labour market. If we're seeing some of the leading indicators play out around the the, the labour market, things like job ads and so on, uh, employment intentions, uh, there's also the potential for these sorts of monthly indicators to to go flat and even negative, in which case it, uh, the labour market may be uh, showing signs of slackening off more than people thought. Craig Ebert says the Reserve Bank will be keeping a close eye on other labour market indicators, such as job ads and immigration data. The New Zealand dollar may have bottomed out against the US dollar, but whether it rebounds from here will depend on data coming out of the world's two largest economies. The Kiwi dollar strengthened overnight as the US dollar fell on the back of two weaker-than-expected economic reports. United States job openings plunged and consumer confidence dipped. Now that saw the Kiwi dollar rise sharply to a 59.7 US cent range from 58.8 cents. BNZ market strategist Jason Wong says the Kiwi could continue to strengthen, but that depends on a few factors. The near-term outlook still reasonably uncertain. I mean, part of the reason we've been so weak is because the market's been focused on China. There's been a lot of pessimism about the direction of China's economy. And if the AD1 becomes under pressure, the yen under pressure, New Zealand dollar gets sort of gets dragged along that. So that would be a scenario where the New Zealand dollar actually still falls over the next month or two. But with this US dollar dynamic in play, that's you know, working the opposite direction now. If the market can gain more confidence that the Fed has done tightening policy and the US economic data flow does continue to weaken, then that could mean that lows of New Zealand dollar have already been met and we could sort of drift up towards back in the low 60 cent mark you know, into the end of the year perhaps. That's Jason Wong from BNZ. Well, let's see how the market is doing today. We're joined by Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners for an update. Kia ora Malika, what's happening on the New Zealand market? Kia ora, Kim. Um, we've had a pretty subdued start. We're down 20 points or 0.17% at 11,508 points. Looking at the top 10, A2 Milk's down 2 cents at $5.03. Auckland Airport's down 9 cents at seven eighty six. EBOS is flat at $37. Fletch Building's up 3 cents at four ninety four. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare's up 19 cents at twenty two forty six. Main Freight's up 33 cents at sixty seven thirty three. Meridian's up 2 cents at five thirty eight. Ryman's down one cent at six fifty nine, and Sparks down one cent at five dollars two. And looking to Australia, have they fared any better in opening? Yeah, they've had a pretty decent start to the day. They're up 0.6 of a percent, or forty eight points on the All Lords at seven thousand four hundred and sixty four points. Um, just looking at some of the main move, uh, main leaders there, ANZ's up twenty two cents at twenty five oh two, BHP's up fifty three cents at forty four sixty two. CBA is up 68 cents at $101.70. NAB is up 26 cents at 28.67. Rio is up $1.66 at $111.55. And Westpac is up 15 cents at $21.70. Okay, and the New Zealand dollar uh, touched stronger overnight. How's it trading now? 
Yeah, we're pretty flat uh, in this morning's trading. We're buying 59.6 US cents, 92 Australian cents, 47.2 pence, 54.86 euro cents, 87.09 yen and 4.343 yuan. And that leads to interest rates, oil and gold. 90-day bank bills are at 5.655%. The five-year swaps at 4.8775% and the 10 years at 4.74%. Brent crude's $86.65 US a barrel and spot gold's $1,937 US an ounce. Oh, kia ora for your time, Malika. That's Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners. Another business news today, the number of new homes consented last month is down 25% on the year earlier. StatsNZ says just over 3,050 new homes were consented last month, with consents for standalone houses down 23% over last year. However, consents for retirement village units are up 14%, while apartments and also up with apartments up 5.4%. MHM Automotion has reported a strong full-year result with a pipeline of Ford sales on its books. The automation equipment supplier's net profit more than doubled over the year earlier to $3.9 million, while revenue rose 44% to about $98 million. The company says it's seeing continued demand for automation and modernisation of equipment. And it says the demand is driven by scarcity of people, a requirement to improve <clears throat> efficiencies to remain competitive, and an increasing focus on health and safety as well as food safety. And KiwiSaver fund manager Simplicity has bought 1.4 hectares of land in Auckland's Remuera to build 330 build-to-rent homes. Simplicity Living announced earlier this year its intention to build 10,000 rental homes. Construction is expected to begin in 2024 and to be completed by 2026. We'll bring you a wrap of the business news and numbers of the day around half past five in Checkpoint. For now, Charlotte, that's business.